This podcast is based on real-life events that are portrayed to the best of Athena and Amber's memory and also backed by court records and other factual evidence. While all the stories in the podcast are true, some names and identifying details have been changed to protect the privacy of the people involved. Previously on Ex-Wives Undercover, Ben files harassment and stalking charges against both Amber and I. Thankfully, attorney Bruce Johnson steps in to represent us and gets Ben's orders thrown out of court. Amber was also awarded a five-year order against Ben to restrict abusive litigation. Next, Avery and I head down from Washington State to Oregon to celebrate with Amber the big win. What better than a girl's wine tasting trip, right? And last but not least, I receive a phone call the day after the 4th of July that Ben had been found in his underwear face down in the park and is now in the hospital. Welcome to Ex-Wives Undercover. Liars, cheaters, and love cons. I'm Amber. And I'm Athena. First we told our story, and now we're sharing all of your craziest and most heart-wrenching stories of love gone wrong. Sometimes we laugh. And sometimes we cry. But more importantly, we stand stand together. together. All right, girl. You ready to do this? Let's do it. The views, information, or opinions expressed on our show by our guests are solely the views of those individuals involved and by no means represent absolute facts. Opinions expressed by the host and guests may change at any time. Our podcast and YouTube show may at times cover sensitive topics, including but not limited to suicide, abuse, violence. Listener and viewer discretion is advised. Season 2, Episode 10, Downward Spiral. Between July of 2021 and the end of November, it hit me that things were a bit too quiet regarding Ben. As I've mentioned previously, when Ben's drama isn't in full force, it only meant one thing, the calm before the storm. During this time, we had minimal contact with his girlfriend Rachel since first divulging all of Ben's lies. But every once in a while, she would surface to fact check something he had told her. We knew that she was still very involved with Ben, even if it was an on and off situationship. The upside was that his focus wasn't on Amber and myself anymore, and that was fine by us. Unfortunately, only a few days before Thanksgiving, I got pulled into another debacle that involved Ben. Apparently, he wasn't living in California with Rachel as we suspected, but was back in Bothell, Washington, just minutes from where I live. I know I always say that what happens is like shocking, but I should be shocked. But no, once again, I'm saying it again. It is shocking and mind blowing and it's so fucking crazy. And it all wraps back, which is really strange, back to the woman that Ben had dated right before he met me. I'm just thankful that I'm just an active bystander watching the shit show. You Oregonian. You're so fucking lucky. You know, my life is so boring sometimes. And when I get that text message from you every once in a while, I'm like, ooh, what's going on? Do share. And then I get on the hotline and I'm like, Avery, Deanna, check out what's going on. You're going to die. And then we're all in the group text message waiting for you to give us an update. 
We're going to start with D. Okay. okay. D is the hot brunette with the tattoos. The, she does hair. We're all now in cahoots. We all text. We all have this like little security chain. We protect each other and we all reach out with questions and updates. We've got each other's back. That being said, I'm just making dinner and I get this text message and it's D at LA fitness, just cardio machining away. <laughs> I get this text with a picture attached and it's a live picture. I live held it and then it was like ben like uh, uh, like moving around at the juice bar yeah so she was a distance away and her text message text message to me said um am i seeing what i think i'm seeing are you kidding me is he does he live here again and i'm like oh fuck what happens is there's this dude behind her on a cardio machine who has met and interacted with ben throughout the years all of a sudden, as she's kind of texting me and like snapping a picture, I'm like, oh, fuck, what do I do? Oh, my God, this makes me nervous. How am I going to go back to my car? As that's happening simultaneously, without D actually realizing this in the moment, this man walks over. He's like, hey, what's up, dude? Fist bump, chest bump. And she sees him lean in to Ben. Next thing, she texts me, oh, fuck. He just made eye contact me and gave me the death stare. Like he does when he wants to fucking kill you and intimidate you. Well, as we know, they have a history. All of us, we know what Ben's capable of. Do we want to meet him? This is the evening. I don't want to meet him in a dark parking lot where he uh, has a pattern of keying cars, uh, slashing tires. She's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to call you back in a little bit. I'm like, okay, just be really careful. Like, oh gosh, like I, I'm worried. She goes, oh my God, I walked up to the front desk and I just let him know, hey, like I tried to get a restraining order on that guy. I'm nervous to walk to my car. I glanced around the gym. I don't see him. I don't know if he left. I don't know if he's out there waiting for me, but I don't know what to do. And then she sees that guy who walked up to him who was behind her. And she goes, I grabbed him. I said, did you fucking, did you say something to that guy about me? He's like, uh, uh, yeah. He's like, it was all good. It was all good though. He was like, I just saw you take a picture. And I was like, damn, that the girl's attractive. Like, you know, like, oh, she thinks you're like, cute. She thinks yeah. you're cute. Clearly she just snapped a photo of you. I caught that. And she's like, no, you dumb fuck. Dumb fuck. That's what she says. No, you <laughs> yeah. dumb fuck. You, are you idiot? Or she's like, he's my ex-boyfriend who I tried for months to get a restraining order against who I'm terrified of. He he almost shit himself. He was so remorseful. She goes, I believe what he said. He was so remorseful. He was just apologizing over and over. And, um, he felt like a fucking idiot. And so there was that. And so the gal standing there at the front desk, she goes, listen, the cops were here earlier. They're like either in the parking lot or right across the street. Right. And I think if that's, you know, what's going on, she goes, cause I'm going to be honest with you. We actually had an issue here recently with one of our female staff. And she's like, Oh, really? She goes, yeah. So she goes, stay put. I just want to make sure you have an escort to your vehicle. They um, came in, they asked her his name. And as soon as they did, six police cars rolled up and the canine unit. He has a warrant in Kirkland where they were. He has a warrant in Bothell. And I know those two. He might have had an additional one, not positive, but for sure I confirmed the two at that point. And so they for sure wanted to take him in. This was the first time we were hearing that Ben, once again, 
had multiple warrants for his arrest. And I'm sure you can imagine how anxious and curious we were to find out what the hell he had gotten himself into now. So we patiently stood by our phones, waiting for the call that would tell us that Ben had finally been arrested. They could not, they searched from the gym. They could not find him. He uh, took off. He left on, on foot. foot. Left his he car. Left his truck. Oh, they went to the gosh. windows because uh, Dee said, will you please peer in and make sure he's not hiding? So they did. Then somehow, some way, they tried to show the canine with a towel or something he had used, the scent. And they tried to oh my God, on foot. Mm-hmm. Amber and I knew this was going to go one of two ways. Either Ben was finally going to be arrested or he would somehow evade the police once again. Unfortunately, it was the latter. Yep, that's right. Ben was somehow able to escape the Kirkland PD. And while this was all very alarming, it was nothing compared to what he was about to do. He did not have a valid driver's license. And the fact that he had, without my permission, or even talking with me or sending me an email or whatever, let me know that he was going to pick up Sydney from middle school. I just, the whole thing, bad, bad and ugly, right? And so I had to be honest with her. No more. Um, Then she came to me and she said, my dad wants to pick me up and take me to get something at the mall. But I told her, you need to tell me if and when that actually happens because he is not allowed, you're not allowed to drive in his vehicle. But if he was to get an Uber and pick you up, a family member, a friend with a valid driver's license, um, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be okay with that because right now, legally, my parenting plan allows him to get her on his days. But he was like getting her and like saying he was going to get her. And those weren't even his scheduled days from school. Mm-hmm. So she promises me that she will not let him pick her up. She'll not drive in his vehicle. She's, I understand it. I understand it. All of a sudden I find out she's with him. So I said, get your butt home. Now I'm mad. Well, mm-hmm. she's like, okay, I'm on my way right now. She's not talking. I look, she's not responding to my messages now. Oh, I look on her location and she is right by the house at Bartels. Do you think that he wouldn't let her respond to you? Cause now he knows that you're in contact with her and he doesn't want to get in trouble. I know that now. Oh, then I didn't know. Like now that I know that he's the one driving, not cool. Mm-hmm. And you lied and you yeah. know the rules. And that is the truth. Gosh, and see, we're talking. And then all of a sudden I get a knock on my door thinking it's her and it's the police. They came here. They asked me if I had any contact with Ben. They asked me where Sydney was because they had seen a young child in. They'd seen a passenger, a female passenger who looked young in the vehicle with Ben. They were in the parking lot or nearby area and he has a warrant for his arrest. And so they, I guess, followed him and confirmed it was his vehicle, turned on the sirens Then they said they thought he was going to pull over and he started to slow down, but then he started to speed up. Then he entered onto the freeway where they followed him. Then two other police cars were called. Then they had three police officers chasing him down the freeway. In a high speed chase down the freeway. With your kid in the car. And once they found out that they believed a second person was in the vehicle that could be a child. They asked Kirkland police was 
they got the free pass through Kirkland police to go into their territory because he also has a warrant there. But when they got to Bellevue, I believe they did not, the police did not help or come in to help um, in effort to detain him. And they also were very afraid that he was acting like this with her in the car for her safety. They had to like fall back, but he was swerving the he's selfish so it's all about him he didn't care about his daughter or safety he cared about not being arrested the holidays are stressful enough without getting a call from the police that explains that your ex-husband has your young and terrified daughter in a high-speed police chase thankfully sydney and i had a safety plan in place just in case she was ever in a situation like this one sydney was not responding it told to me your, not to text her. She was basically code, sending secretly. her code. She was yeah. secretly texting me. So what she does is she will send me a text message according to what he wants her to say. And then she and then she will send me a message. It's part of our safety plan. She sends me a message in all capitals. So she'd say, Mom, I'm headed home now for dinner. Yes, I'll see you soon. Then after that, she said, Mom, I'm so scared. Mom, help me. Mom, help me. I'm so scared in capitals. And it says, do not respond. So then she would delete the one in all capitals. So it left the one in lowercase. Then she would say, um, okay, so I'll see you soon with a smiley face in lowercase. Then in capital, she said, I don't mean that mom. I'm so scared. Mom, please help me come call the police. Mom, please. Dad's scaring me. I don't know what to do. Like the police are after him. And then, oh, I mean, I was on there with you guys and I, it was, I was, um, I was so afraid, but in shock almost. There are simply no words to describe the feelings I experienced as I looked down at my phone to see that my daughter was finally calling me. Can you come pick me up? Where are you? We were running from the car. You were running from the police? Yeah, and we also live in which, and they're supposed to be, Uber's supposed to pick me up and drop me off at home. Oh, baby. Yeah. Okay, he dropped you off in Linwood right now? Yeah. Like how long ago? Like just now, and I'm in a pizza place. You're at a pizza place? Okay, I'm coming for you. You go, oh my God, she's calling, she's calling. And then you said, yes. he dropped her off in the middle of nowhere with a $20 yes. bill and said, get an Uber. She said, um, I'm going to send a police vehicle right there unless you can get there right now. And I was just like, I closed my laptop. Yeah. Bye. So yep. she says, my dad keeps calling me and telling me that the Uber driver's there outside waiting for me. He's in a white Camry or something. So what I do is I have a big black SUV. I pull up. He supposedly is across the street. She gets in the passenger side. He doesn't realize it's my vehicle because Ben is across the street watching us in his truck. This motherfucker did not realize that he said, do not call your mother because if she finds out what happened, I will never be able to see you again. Is that what you want? Is that what you want? So you are going to pretend that I just dropped you off the bottom of the driveway and you're just going to walk up as you <gasps> usually do and not say a word. Oh my God. That the see you folks. He's fucking shit. shit. See folks. <sighs> he gets, he gets his way in court. We tell the court exactly what he's capable of and what he does. The minute he gets his way. He still continues to do this shit. And why does he still have any, like, oh, I have no words. I'm just so pissed yeah. off. 
After what transpired with the police chase, Ben immediately pointed the finger at none other than the queen of all evil in his eyes, me, Athena. He blamed me again for his actions and lashed out by sending me an anonymous threatening text message. I looked back and realized I had other texts from an anonymous number, um, aka Ben, mm -hmm. that, let me read it. This morning at 12.40 a.m., so late, late, late last night or early, early, early this morning, however you want to look and, at it. And FYI, this is Ben's peak witching hour that time. 1 a.m. Witching hour yes. for sure. Yeah. Okay. So this okay. is the text I see. It says, your time is coming, bitch. We have this like ongoing list of his phone numbers, right? He has an app. We've mentioned this many times. This app Pro, like produces random phone numbers that he can right. use and send to people because a lot of us and other women he has dated or is dating, um, they block it. And so he just keeps popping out with these new numbers. I thought to myself, okay, this has to be Ben. I'm not an idiot. I decide to reach out to Rachel in California. I know things have been off and on between them and that she's ready to end things and that he's playing on her heartstrings. And I know it's hard and we both know how hard it is and we could tell it's trickling off, but she's been super honest with us and we've told her we got her back, no judgment. So thankfully she was open and honest with me. I said, I sent her a text message. I'll read it verbatim. I said, hi there. Does this number and in parentheses, I write one of Ben's look familiar to you. To my surprise, she says, yes, he texted me on, on it last night, actually. Oh my gosh. And I just, my mind's racing. Really, if I can solidify that that number is Ben, then it's going to hold up in court. I saw the bubbles going and then I saw it stop and pause. Oh no. I think she, she was driving. Oh yeah. And she was doing stuff, running errands. Like you never know. But to me, in my mind, I was like, Oh, Oh no. Please, I hope. Yeah. Yes. Like keep please, going, keep please, going. Yes. Keep going. Oh, please keep responding. Don't rethink it. Cause that's what you think is that they're rethinking it. And she's not sure what she writing. should tell you. She just says, call me. And then she says, I'm assuming he sent something to Amber too. I call Rachel and she begins to catch me up on exactly what has transpired between the two of them. She's been trying to end things for quite a while. She's doing a really good job. He pulls on your heartstrings. He tells you, I've changed. So here are the big bullet points. You ready? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amber and Athena are the devil, of course. So you're, <laughs> you're the co-devil co with me. I'm a co-devil mm -hmm. now? Yeah. I've got a promotion. <laughs> it sounds Yay. like he talked about you more. Oh, no shit. Me. What? Yet, of course. But am but I still, the worst? Am I? Oh, you're still the worst. Okay. <laughs> no, in this conversation, oh, no, no, I'm the worst. You are the worst. What? Oh. So she was actually really shocked that it did come to you and it came to me. Oh, but man. What did I do? There was, well, there was a big conversation. <laughs> oh, no. He's pretending that he paid you off the remaining oh. money he owed you for spousal support two weeks ago. Oh, my God. Or something like that. That was something that he had told her he had done. He turned over this new leaf and that, and the excuse for why he had the fake driver's license is because we are exploiting him and he's just trying to move on because he's done all his brand new counseling and therapy and he's a new Oh man. my, yes. He's retrained and his brain. He, yes. He retrained his brain, the yes. whole shebang and he just like that needs a fresh start. And that is why 
number three is what he says. <laughs> he just met his bio dad. And in a way, with everything else going on, I thought I would honor him because he's dying and take his last name. Oh, really. yeah. Oh, <laughs> he's good. So, oh, boy. Good. She's she's very intuitive. Like, she knows what's up. She might not follow it every time, but she knows deep down what's up. He mm-hmm. says, I was sick then, but I'm a changed man now. Of course. So here's, here's the big kicker. This is the thing he holds on to is why she's so special. Because he has oh. never, like sexually cheated on her she goes it's pretty sad that like i actually talked to to elizabeth and katie and confirmed that we overlapped he fucking goes to her house her kids are asleep he knows her schedule like i said he somehow broke into her fucking house and was knocking on her door and she had locked it in her bedroom like yes she's like get the fuck out of my house get out get out oh my kids to wake up so she finally had to like get figure out was there any keys given to him at any point or not that she knows of and she feels like she really locked the back door last night when i got the death text death threat text he did the same thing he was like i'm flying back to seattle tomorrow i'm gonna be picking up sydney i'm not gonna be around you're right i'm a terrible person i'm leaving i just want to say goodbye to you she tells me that he tries to play it off and he's like taking shots really quick and he's like well and she then she's take like them, right? you're not no no oh, he's like come God. on she's like i'm in bed i was in bed and i'm going back to bed you need to fucking leave and she told him and he just escalated he freaked out she said he's never scared me i've never felt scared she goes that was the first time now right in the middle of our intense conversation our zoom froze on us so this next part you'll be hearing us laughing and picking up where we left off. <laughs> I was like, uh, right in the good spot. You were, I know. And you were frozen. And oh, I was, I was like, frozen. Too. Just antis- I was like, is she anticipating what I'm going to say? But then your face never moved. And I was like, wait, I was like, wait, what's happening? <laughs> I, I didn't realize I was frozen too. <laughs> I was sitting there going, yeah, yeah. And I was thinking, how long is she going to tell, tell the story before she realizes I'm not there? I am curious. I'm curious how long I kept talking. I'm not going to like, because you're like this. Like, you're like, huh? and so I kept talking. Yeah. And then you didn't blink. And I was like, wait, what's happening? Okay. Are you recording? Uh, yes. Okay. Good. 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 Oh my God. All okay. right. Okay. I don't even know where All we right. were at. So if she was in her oh, fucking bedroom. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. So how much do you remember? Well, how she much was I say? telling him to get the fuck out and okay. he was trying to make her take shots. He was hitting, did you hear the part he was hitting the his chest? No, he was hitting his chest and yeah. he was oh, doing something similar. I was some... talking a while. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I will you text you so going, intent. I you was. So intent. I, I was over on the other side going, wait, <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> okay because you froze on like this like i'm about ready to tell some good shit (laughs) yeah i'm waiting like and then and then (laughs) oh my gosh okay you're like no and then okay so then okay Okay. so i was saying that this is the part i loved about her because it reminded me of something i would do she legit went to the bathroom shut the door Gave herself a fucking pep talk. She was like, Rachel, you can do this shit. Kick him the fuck out. You're too good for him. You got this. 
stay strong, no shots, no drinking. He's on staying over. Don't let him get you. So then she pulls her shit together. She gets out. She walks over and she's like, you need to leave. And if you don't, I'm going to have to call the police. And I don't want that, but you need to leave. My children are here. It's not okay what you're doing. I'm not going to drink with you. So he does this huge sob story um, about how, oh, when she comes out of the bathroom, he's like uh, acting all hammered. Oh my God. I can't drive. You want me to drive like this? She goes, you are a grown man. You chose to come over to my house uninvited. You chose to come over intoxicated. You chose to continuously take shots of alcohol. Um, you know, basically knowing that I didn't want you here when I continuously asked you to leave and you can drive yourself home, which is on you. Cause you're an adult. Uh, she's like, I think that would be stupid, but most importantly, you're a big boy and you can call an Uber. Ben was spiraling and it was just a matter of time before he snapped. He and his now ex-girlfriend who lives in California, um, had gotten to a big blow up argument. And because I'm the queen devil of, you know, the puppeteer, the puppet master, um, for whatever reason, it's like, they got to fight. So it was like, I'm going to kill you. Athena. Yeah. Die, bitch. Yeah. I mean, he it said like, the <laughs> time is coming, bitch. So I filed a, um, protection order because he had taken Cindy from school without my permission that day. Rachel was also yeah. really seriously ending stuff with him. And what we didn't know at that moment was that Rachel had now found, I believe the second tracking device on her vehicle. When I did do the whole um, protection order and filed it, that was like the last straw. So when I filed it, officer Dan Wiseman, he needed to confirm stuff um, with the ex-girlfriend with the new phone number that Ben was using. Therefore, the officer here in Washington called Rachel's phone. Ben was there, I guess, at the uh, vet or something. Something was wrong with the dog. He was there. He memorized the numbers that came up on her phone and later called back. And it was the officer. And he thought it was another man. It created a lot of suspicion. And so Officer Wiseman was like, this is odd. So he looks into it. They play phone tag. Ben eventually talks to him tries to like convince his officer to not contact her, but he's fishing for details and he's with the, with a cop and he's, he's not sure if it's because Rachel and the tracking device stuff or me here in Washington. I don't think he quite knew. So he was like trying to fish for information. At that point he had, yeah. Vandalized her best friend's vehicle three separate occasions at the this really high-end gym that she works at in the parking lot there. And he had put a tracking device on her car and her other best friend's vehicle and her, and son. her son's. And then she found the yeah. second one on hers. So that's so, what happened at that exact moment. And yes. he was getting caught for all of that. As Ben's world was caving in, he made one last suicide threat to go out with a bang. Well, that was the plan anyway. He finds out that we're filming a docu-series or potentially going to be filming a docu-series. So he loses his mind. And what was different this time about the suicide threats is that he posted a public Facebook and social media, Instagram and Facebook, his personal Mm -hmm. page. He went online and said a goodbye message. So all of his friends, family, coworkers, anyone who knows Ben got this like, I'm... 
I'm done. I'm, they put me over the edge and, and I'm not going to live anymore. And yeah. he was, he proceeded to call all of his friends, all of his family to tell them the same thing mm -hmm. and that it's our fault. And, um, Wednesday, Wednesday was going to be the day. So I think this was like at the end of the week. And then he was like, Wednesday's the day that I'm ending things for good. And of course it's like so dramatic, but this time he also calls Sydney. He tells Sydney he's going to kill himself. And then he proceeds to send Sydney screenshots of these bogus Instagram accounts that he created oh, to expose yes. her mother and me that we're all fraudulent and that we're just trying to be famous and it's all if lies. If you really want to know the truth, check yes. these out. If you really want to know the truth, I just want you to know this is all your mother's fault. It's abusive because then he proceeds to hang up with her, tells her he's going to kill himself. Then she's freaking out. She doesn't know where he's at. No one can find him. He's not mm -hmm. answering calls back. So she's horrified and sending you on a wild goose chase to call the police officers in California mm -hmm. and try to figure out where he's staying. So how awful to know that your dad talked to you and said those words when we know full well that he wasn't going to do it. For Sydney's sake, that night, I promised her I would call the sheriff's department down there. And I did. And they just like blew me off and acted like I was super annoying. <laughs> and then they were like, well, do you know exactly where he is? I go, no, but he's putting it out everywhere that he's going to kill himself. And well, what exactly did he do? Say, what exactly did he say? What did the post say? So I, I tell him, I read it and I said, but he told my daughter that he was ending his life. It was because of me first. It was because of her. I'm just letting you know. And I said, to be honest with you, you don't do anything about it. I'm okay with it, but I want this on record for my mm -hmm. daughter's sake that I tried. Yeah. And he's like, just like brushed me off. Like, yeah, whatever. Okay. He's like, okay, well, there's nothing we can do. Bye. Then we're alerted to these Instagram accounts that we actually knew about because he tried to file the restraining orders on us last year. And he tried, he created those Instagram accounts that day of the day of trial or the yes, day of and it backfired on him because <laughs> if he's saying we're slandering him and then he opens these accounts slandering us, it doesn't look good. So he deactivated those accounts. Well, when he was going to kill himself, he was like, I'm going to go out with a bang. I'm going to just, I'm exposing these girls for who and what they are. And so, um, that came back. Then Ben decides I'm not only going to do that. I'm going to friend request anyone who follows ex-wives undercover and That's hashtag right. ex-wives undercover. And then <laughs> he, I mean, he posted our full names. This is oh. like breaking our restraining orders, our no contact. Oh order. yeah. Yeah. He violated to the, you know, it's oh, ridiculous. It's like hashtag men too. Um, men are victims, blah, blah, blah. So now we had to combat basically all the bullshit because like he posted screenshots of the restraining orders that he tried to get on us and as, never if, did. as if they are existed, like, existed yeah. and are valid. And I'm like, well, that's the one that you filled out, but it got thrown out in court. So if someone wants to believe that you have a valid restraining order, that's great, but that's not the truth. But regardless, he, instead of, you know, Wednesday came and went and Wednesday actually was the day that Russia invaded Ukraine. So it was going to be a big old day. Brent, Ben was going to go out and war started and he was going out. And then he decided, oh, no, just kidding. I'm just going to terrorize my two ex-wives instead. And I'm just going to stay here. And 
he changed his profile pictures to him and Sydney, and he just yeah. thought everyone was going to see the light. Everybody and in his hometown, he messaged yeah. um, his goodbyes to, his social media, his goodbyes, his this, his that, calling everybody, his mother, his child, goodbye, goodbye. And then the next day came, nope, posted again. Talking still shit. here, still here, still here. When Ben didn't get the response he wanted, well, he upped the ante a bit more. You know, we were trying to keep in touch with Rachel and support her because she she knows that when you break up with him, as we've told her before, this is when the scary part happens. Yes. And he, you know, so we were trying to give her tips and tricks on, you know, how at this point had just found the audio video device audio and video device under her bed and realized, okay, enough's enough. It's time to file. And so she did. And then when it came, what, two weeks later, had to attend the hearing that morning. And Ben was, he attended via Zoom and asked the judge, which we should have known better, for an extension because he would like to get an attorney. Um, It is granted at 4.30 that day. I start receiving a few messages um, from a few people just letting me know that, hey, did something happen today? Because Ben is like posting some weird stuff, sending some crazy fucking texts. And and so I said, wait, and then I was thinking like crazy, like, well, I guess he did go to court, but he asked for a continuance and uh, maybe uh, he's just so upset by that. I don't know that she followed through. So didn't hear anything. Two hours later, 6.30, I get more messages saying, holy shit, something is going down there. You know, Ben has created a video, a live video of himself. He's driving a Ford truck and he's trying to kill himself. Well, here's the thing. I look back at the, the text now and it says that I'm going to end this once and for all like these bitches oh like meaning he was going to hurt someone not necessarily himself it could go both ways so that's right yeah, Bit- yeah it said bitches pushed me too far he says right? like it's time and i'm gonna i'm it's time to end yeah. this i'm ending this now bitches push me too far At bitches first, meaning us, us bitches, bitches meaning rachel bitches us, who that's all of us? yeah all of us The following audio and video was recorded by Brandon and sent to a few individuals. I was anonymously sent this video out of fear for my, Sydney, and the other women's safety. During this video recording, you will see Brandon driving his vehicle while showing off the purchases next to him on the passenger seat. Those items are multiple bottles of alcohol and what appears to look like a firearm. To view this video, legal documents, texts, emails, and everything associated with this podcast, don't forget that you can visit our YouTube channel and see all of it there. Next time on Ex-Wives Undercover. Is it going to be a murder-suicide? Is it just going to be a murder? What the fuck was he planning on doing? You must have texted me and I didn't get it. Next thing I, I text you three times. Call me, yes. call me. Oh my God, call me. And you didn't say anything. And I could just hear tears and I'm like, oh fuck, is he dead? 
And once again, if you like what you're hearing, please leave us a five-star review and make sure to join our private Facebook group for even more juicy info. You can also find us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. And of course, you can always visit our site at www.xwivesundercover.com.